Hi, welcome to Shame Watch. Guilt free diving those massive movie failures that we hate to love. Each week, we look at a movie that either we or guests love, but society shames them for. We peek in each nook and cranny for every bright spot, keeping the public at bay while watching these movies like the miracles that they are. Today, we are finding our inner sacred animal and finding the power within so we can defeat Ivan Ooze in the Power Rangers. Or I'm sorry, the Mighty Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie in 1995. I'm James Fight, the Grumpy One. Uh, below me is the Lioness herself, uh, the Queen of the Thirst Traps, Olivia Slap and Swatis, also known as the Purple Power Ranger. Which you're probably thinking, is there a Purple Power Ranger in this movie? No, but if you know, if I had to be one and I had to pick a color, it would obviously be purple. So. I don't know if there's ever been a purple Power Ranger now that you say it. I'm like, trying to like, think And there's back. been a lot of Power Rangers, so I, I have no idea. There's been really? a lot of Power Rangers. I feel like, I feel like, no, Zio didn't have one. Maybe Turbo? We're going to explore that. You'd have to dig deep. They you'd did not have, have a purple deep. Power Ranger in Turbo. <gasps> I can't confirm that. Oh, man. Nice. Uh, uh, our chief, uh, I'm sorry, executive chief archivist, the one, the only, Kenny Madison, I'm sorry. I'm a little disappointed today. Why? What's going on, Kenny? I'm a frog. You're a frog? Yes, oh my a God. frog. The like a handsome prince. prince. The ones that you kiss to turn into a handsome prince. Mwah. I would look just as good in that clamshell uh, <laughs> bikini. Yes. And our special guest who would look amazing in that clamshell bi- bikini is... Yeah. yeah, I'm Frankie Frayne. I'm the guesty one. Yay! Yay! Thank you. Frankie, welcome. Uh, you and I are both good friends with Ashley Blom, and that's how we got connected. Yes. So yes, thank- she was. Uh, she guested on. Uh, she guested on my web series Box Mac uh, a bunch of times, and then she said you should be on James's podcast. Damn it! And then I said, "All right, what does he want to talk about?" And Power Rangers came up. Yeah. And I was yeah, like, "Well, it. well, then that's a, a a very big yes because I'm a massive, <laughs> massive fan." Honestly, I'm shocked that we haven't covered this movie earlier. We've covered a Power Rangers film. The 2017 one. Yeah, yeah. which is a great Phenomenal. movie. Phenomenal. I don't think I was on that one. Oh, Olivia. I so. Honestly, I think you'd like it. I think I think you'd like it. It's pretty darn good. So after today, you'll be two for three in terms of theatrical Power Rangers releases. You would you would you'd have to find somebody interested in, in talking to you about Turbo. Okay. <laughs> I listen. Okay. We'll I get own Turbo. Because I own the My Morphin and uh, Turbo DVD, the combo one. So yeah. listen, if you want to borrow Olivia, you can watch Turbo. Okay. Because I remember, oh, you know, I might have made this joke on the pod before, but when <laughs> when somebody said Turbo, I was thinking of that movie with the racing snail. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the you, thought, you thought maybe there was a Power Rangers tie-in. Like, um, I mean... The snail morphs at the end or something. That would yeah. be great if the, <laughs> the snail just broke the fourth wall. It's like, it's morphin time. Right, I or mean, a, snail, a snail zord. I don't know that I've ever, oh. you know, a, car- a, a snail carrier zord. It yes. would be. A, it would definitely be a carrier, like a tour or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, so, Frankie, thank you again for coming on. Um, yeah. Oh my god, thank you for having me. So, what we do with Shame Watch is uh, we take movies that we're ashamed of loving, but I sense there's no shame in you loving this. But if there is, right. Uh, what is it about the 1995 Power Rangers movie that uh, brings you maybe a little bit of shame? Well, there's shame associated. Sure. Um, sure. You know, I, I think I've overcome it. That's yes. really, that's the journey is overcoming yeah, that's, shame. That's very yes. brave of you, Frankie. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for sharing your struggle. Um, no, I, I remember, so I'm 35. Mm-hmm. I became a Power Rangers fan when it debuted. I remember seeing the the promos. Yeah. And that was back when like you'd see a promo and you'd actually get excited about a show and you'd tune in and watch it. And it was Saved by the Bell meets uh Godzilla. Like it was, yeah, yeah, it the was. Cool- it, with metal music. Like it's the coolest damn thing. Yeah. And um and so I got I was like in throughout second grade, I was obsessed with every other kid, you know, pow- dressed as a Power Ranger for Halloween and mm-hmm. you know, bought all the toys. And I, the toys are all all behind me, in fact. Oh my gosh. Um amazing. But um then there, like I think, I think through third grade, it was weaning, like it was starting to fade a little bit, you know, through sure, the Lord yeah. Dead years and that sort of thing. And then yes. the movie, the movie came out in '95, mm-hmm. which is two years after the show debuted. And I remember that, by that point, I was in fourth grade, and it was officially 
uncontroversially uncool to like Power Rangers. It was what? quite quite a bad no. thing to like Power Rangers. What? Um, you couldn't be seen with the lunchbox. That can, you had to retire the lunchbox and that sort of thing. It became like it, it, I don't know. I'm not sure exactly what caused the stigma, but at least where I was from and at that age and that point in time, it became kind of like you know liking care bears or something like you know it, it became yeah. like a very uncool or childish thing to like and and cool kids with big dicks would not watch this show <laughs> what was like the the thing that replaced power rangers then like was there something that became more popular like oh it's cooler to like this yeah i, I don't just say this because of like word association i'm staring at it but i think like things like fighting games like mortal Kombat or mm -hmm. um See, it definitely wasn't like it's not like VR Troopers took over or something. <laughs> if only um, though. I mean, Power Rangers is it. dumb. You know what's cool? Beetleborgs metallics. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, yeah well, uh, rules. I, I would say X Men the animated series continued to oh, to be yeah. perfectly acceptable, and um, so like I, as Fox Kids, because Power Rangers was on Fox Kids, as that mm -hmm. evolved, I think um, you're supposed to evolve with it. Yeah. I, it, Maybe I don't know. For those of you who are Power Rangers fans, did it remain cool for a few years, or did did you have my experience? I always watched it in secret uh, because I mm. I was born in '92, so I never caught like the actual start of it. So I always watched reruns of it growing up, and then like by the time I caught up, I think I t caught up around like Turbo when Turbo yeah. premiered, probably. And then by then, I think it was still pretty uncool but i didn't care because i loved it so yeah. me and my friend would always watch it every saturday morning uh that's kind of a routine we'd watch that and then spider-man the animated show so yeah i i've always secretly as i recall as i recall it it aired um like it's syndicated on its own channel on fox mm -hmm. every morning at six at like six in the morning like it yeah they just played it and played because they produced for those who don't know Power Rangers was sourced, you know, all of the fighting footage when the Power Rangers become really skinny is sourced <laughs> from this uh, this series in Japan that had been running 17 years before Power uh -huh. Rangers debuted in America called uh, Super Sentai. Yeah. And the way that works is every season it reboots. They just do a new set of basically costumed heroes with like motorcycle helmets that that <laughs> control, uh, you know, robot giant robots and fight monsters. And yeah, this was the the one that we know as Mighty Morphin Power Rangers came from season seventeen. It was Kuru Sentai Zhu Ranger, wow. and um, and and so they had to they basically cannibalize this show for fighting footage, and then they would shoot this sort of Saved by the Bell stuff around it. And they produced like I think the the uh, the station ordered like fifty episodes just right wow. out out of the gate, just because it was so cheap to make. Yeah, um, and. Uh, so it would air all the time, and then they—I think—they would premiere new episodes on Saturday mornings, like you said. Mm -hmm. um, That's when I remember them, yeah. But regarding regarding the shame, I remember there was this one kid that was like really edgy, fourth grade. His name—I'll <laughs> tell edgy you, fuck it. Uh, his name was David Young. And wait, uh, I'm sorry, David Young. <laughs> yes, David Young. He sounds like he should be on Power Rangers with a name. Absolutely. Like that. Like, yeah, yeah, totally. Um, and he he would be the first to cool police you about things you like. Sure. And I remember like he, he threw out a quote or something where I was like, motherfucker, that is a mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie quote that you just referenced. <laughs> and like, you're, and you're just trying to be fun or funny. You know? And so like, I kind of had an aside, you know, I kind of, I, I must've done something to suggest to him that I knew that. And before you knew it, I was brought into a cone of silence with David Young <gasps> that he did in fact enjoy and he and he made the oh. distinction. He's like, I love the Power Rangers movie, not the show. Oh, yeah, there's a difference. <laughs> and then like as as time went on, like he became a little bit like once he told himself that story, that it's OK to like the movie, not the show. He started to be more public about it. I was more public about it with him. And then I remember some other kind of like lumbering low IQ kid was like, you guys like Power Rangers, dude. I'm from Massachusetts. Um <laughs> <laughs> and 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 we both like kind of in unison we're like no not the show the movie <laughs> and then the kid was like oh all right i actually like that too you know and like yeah it, it, we started a social movement yeah amazing just like the power rangers would have wanted yeah yeah yes. exactly we went down to the juice bar and and told <laughs> told the good word the truth yeah yeah instead of martial arts it was uh just loving the power rangers movie exactly exactly <laughs>
so yeah so the power rangers movie was um i i had to be embarrassed to like it and yet at the same time like obviously it was a massive movie for kids our age and oh yeah i remember i went to the theater with like my best friend and my dad took us and he fell asleep during i think he like just dropped as soon as like the skydiving sequence started which how (laughs) can you fall asleep during that sequence alone makes me want to skydive like aren't this movie Aren't Bulk and Skull like tethered to each other, falling out of an airplane? Like, <laughs> yeah. how can you fall asleep during this? <laughs> it's high peak comedy and action. Tommy's <laughs> Tommy's airboarding. He's got he's got a snowboard, but he's skydiving. Listen, very to me. very nineties, yeah. very badass. Tommy yeah. could get it too. Oh saying. yeah, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> and a white my snowboard. Mom, my mom had still has the biggest crush on Tommy, and he would <laughs> not shut up about it. Wow. Uh, like constantly growing up, she would just tell me how dreamy Tommy was. I'm like, okay, I'm trying to watch cool fight scenes. <laughs> you know, I, I got to tell you, James, I can't imagine my mom ever being like, I kind of want to fuck that power. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, can't, I can't imagine it. But well, you know, I think we have very different moms. Is what I'm I, think, I think so too, because my parents never gave me the sex talk. They just <laughs> told me which celebrities they'd want to have sex with. So that was their version of the sex talk. And I think that started <laughs> with Tommy. Uh, your dad's like i kind of dig Raphael. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah do you understand now son <laughs> so you want to fuck a turtle exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah okay. i don't want to see- fuck a turtle i have <laughs> fucked a turtle <laughs> you ever see one of them youtube videos of two turtles fucking <laughs> slow and steady wins the race <laughs> <laughs> right uh so Kenny, I believe you have some context to lay on us. Oh, oh, boy, do I. So for people that might not listen to the podcast regularly and are starting with this episode, first off, welcome. We're so glad to have you. Take your shoes off. Stay a while. You're going to get a little comfy. And what I like to do is provide a little bit of context about why someone might feel some shame by pulling a professional review and reading it in a little segment called The Context. Contest. Nice. Hell yeah. Outstanding. Wonderful. In a review titled Mighty Morphin Power Rangers the Movie, published June 30th, 1995, by a film critic named Roger Ebert. Yeah, I mm. think that's I don't know who that is. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Probably don't nobody. Know. Uh, this is, I, I have to say this, this is one of my favorite reviews that I pulled for the show. Really? We've been doing this for almost two years. Or two yeah. I'm excited. This is this is definitely up there. This is going to irritate me. Uh, <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> James is going to be so angry, and you, James is going to be like, who the fuck is Roger Ebert? Has he even <laughs> seen a movie? Roger Ebert? <laughs> but also, to contextualize, he also gave Phantom Menace three stars, I believe. So, you know, oh, you, take no. it, you take it as you do. Anyways, uh, Roger Ebert published June 30th, 1995. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers the movie is about as close as you can get to absolute nothing and still have a product to project on the screen. The movie is like those synthetic foods that have no fat, no sugar, no vitamins, and no calories, but they come in bright packages and you can chew them. The movie stars six teenage characters who have been marketed on TV and in toy stores. They have names, but no discernible personalities. None of them ever says anything more interesting than, You guys! As teenagers, they are skilled inline skaters and karate fighters, but they don't get their real powers until they turn into faceless clones in Power Rangers uniforms with plastic masks and helmets. Is that the message? Faceless conformity is the way to success? Certainly the Rangers are not individuals in or out of uniform, but I wonder if they don't represent a triumph of merchandising over creativity. Children's heroes have traditionally been individualistic and eccentric. The Rangers are not, properly speaking, even characters. They are color-coded products. In the movie, their city of Angel Grove is under threat from Ivan Ooze, an evil villain who has been imprisoned for 6,000 years inside a buried egg. Liberated from his prison by construction workers, he wages war on Zordon, the Power Rangers leader, who is an old man whose face is projected as a hologram inside a big glass jar. Ooze has strange powers, including the ability to raise reinforcements by hawking up gobs of spit, which transform themselves into Ooze monsters. The movie also features various, very large... There's a great moment. 
It was a great moment. The <laughs> movie also features various very large animated monsters that walk stiffly down phony-looking streets and do battle with one another in the tradition of the worst Japanese monster movies. Other action scenes involve the Power Rangers using badly choreographed martial arts moves on platoons of enemies while mindless rock music drones on the soundtrack. Ibanez is the only character in the movie with any personality or interest. Some of his dialogue seems to have slipped, been slipped into the film by the writers as an antidote to their own boredom. The kids who go to the movie are unlikely to make much of Ooze's complaint that by being imprisoned in his egg, quote, I missed the Black Plague, the Spanish Inquisition, and the Brady Bunch reunion. <laughs> what depresses me inutterably is that children who are fresh and inquisitive will go to the movie, and for 88 minutes, the movie will do what it can to deaden their imaginations. The, the movie is like a little unkindness done to its victims. Half a star. What? Half a star? Half a Get star? Get out of here, Robert. Okay, okay, hold on. First, I gotta does correct to, you. Does he, it, does he mean to suggest that Power Rangers the movie is an uncreative piece of artwork? <laughs> Like, like, oh, it just it just came off the shelf like this. It's like, yeah. no, it's pretty it's pretty batshit, you know, at yeah. its core. It, um, it gave me so much creativity. That's the basis of my creativity is this movie. Yeah, that's what yeah. inspires me to create this shit. Like, fuck you, Robert Ebert. I'll say it. I don't care. I don't care how big of a <laughs> Roger Ebert, whatever. I don't there care. was there, there were I took I took issue with a lot of things that I heard there. One was that the animated Zords were stiff in any kind of way. If anything, they were overfluid. I would. Yes. I, I mean, they they looked like the um, like a really bad version of the um, T two. You know, the T two. Yeah, yeah. Precisely. Or, or the Abyss. Um, oh. Yeah. As far as the character writing and the stiffness of the characters, look, I'm going to grant it to him that the the movie uh, dialogue for some reason is a bit crappier than even the show for some reason. Um, I, they must have had different writers. Uh, Tommy is given the spotlight in this thing. It's very clear that they thought yeah. that they had a movie star in their hand with Jason David Frank, and everybody else, kind of, yeah, does. And you know, and like Rocky is kind of a dry, lame substitute for Jason, for instance. And, yes. Oh, mm -hmm. I have opinions. We'll get into yeah. it. All right. All right. Uh, I mean, Rocky's fine, but he's no Jason. Uh, he's no but, Jason. Which uh, one is he again? The Red, the Red Ranger. One. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I got those vibes. Yeah. Olivia, what is your history with Power Rangers? Do you have familiarity with the property? Um, so I remember like growing up, I remember the TV show, um, but, you know, I didn't really watch it like as, you know, religiously as James did. The only reason why I tuned in was because I liked the pink and yellow Power Rangers because they are the only women in this uh, group. And um, Aisha is the only person of color. Actually, no. Is Tommy? Does Tommy give off like? Nah, he's pretty white. He's like he's like ethnically yeah. ambiguous. They, re they reveal him. They reveal him to be Native American in a future season, but I don't think that was established by this point. Okay. Well, yeah. just off of I don't I don't want to assume about Tommy, but like just right off the bat, like there's only one yeah. person of color. Um, well, there's also Johnny Young Bosch. I don't know who that is. Black Ranger. Oh, okay. Well. Okay, uh, you, you have to you have to forgive me. Like I just kind of go by the colors that they were associated with. I don't really remember their names too much. Right. I, That's I know, okay. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if the actors didn't remember their character names at points. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just I would I would like if if I had um you know if I was hanging out with like some family friends growing up who were who were boys and they would like watch Power Rangers and stuff. I'm like I'm the Pink Ranger. Yeah. You know, um, and like I, I like I said, I thought uh, Aisha was cool too. So it wasn't just Kimberly, uh, yes. but and her her Zord, her Zord was a bear in this movie, which yeah. is yes. pretty rad. Yeah, she, uh, my daughter is uh, three, and she sees this shrine to Power Rangers like every day. Nice. And um, to my shock and delight, she has fallen in love with Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Like she, yes. Like when we wake up in the morning, she goes like she goes, Daddy. Can we watch Go Go Power Rangers? Oh my god! Um, oh my heart! And the reason, the reason, really. So I have all the the original figurines of the individual uh, Rangers, and I'm telling, like, 100. percent If there weren't two out of five of the characters were women, she, I don't think she would care. But she loves that. Like, oh, I can play as like Kimberly some days. I can play as Trini other days. Mm -hmm. She's like, yeah. When we play the video games, she's she gets two characters play as so, like the representation thing really works out for her I, it, like it's so obvious that that's the case 
And um, yeah, <laughs> my wife talks about, she's like, she wasn't a, a huge Rangers fan as a kid, but she's like, uh, for some, like she's like, you know, if, if there was ever a group of people that wanted to play Power Rangers and like, every, you know, the, the, the girl who called dibs on the pink Ranger, like kind of always won out. And then I was always stuck being the yellow Ranger. <laughs> I was like, Aww. what's wrong with the yellow Ranger? The, the, the yellow Ranger is kind of like, uh, is relegated in some ways because the in the fighting sequence in the Japanese version it was a male. Yeah. In oh. fact, the character's name was Boy, and um, huh. and it's, it's it's somewhat obvious. That's pretty and, cut and dry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. B O I, and uh, but but to to the uh, American adaptations credit, they were like, listen, if there's helmets on, why don't we just change this thing up? And yeah. they, I thought they they kept with that tradition pretty well. Like over time, it's it's always been a relatively. I mean, you know, it, obviously for the first few seasons and stuff, it was the leader always had to be kind of like like white male alpha guy. Yeah. But but over time, they they I would say like compared to a lot of other like less representative properties, like Power Rangers has been uh, uh, unfortunate color assignments aside. Yes. Um, I just which I, I don't, just know don't know how you what you're talking that about that at all. But, it's, but, I just don't know. <laughs> it doesn't. And by, by the by the time you make it to the movie, um, three of the Rangers have swapped out, and and that that was you know at least in the case of the Yellow Ranger, that wasn't the case anymore. Yeah. Are you familiar with this, Olivia? No. What 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 happened? I know. So, okay. So w- wait, re- real quick. I have one question. Yeah. That kid that helps them out is Frankie. Frankie. Does he become a Power Fred. Ranger? Fred. God damn it! I'm Fred. Fred. <laughs> Yeah, if I thought it, he was Frankie. That would have been like life changing for me. Uh, that was me saying, "Frankie, help me out," because I don't remember Fred's. Name. <laughs> um, I'm start with an F. Yeah, um, so- no, Olivia. He he does not become a Power Ranger. Um, he was to to Mr. Ebert's credit, he was probably put there to like give kids an in, mm-hmm. which they did not need on the show. And interestingly, not to talk about Turbo too much, but by the time you get to Turbo, a Power Rangers movie they decided that the blue ranger had to actually be a child and not a teen. And so he would like morph into a grown up sized ranger, but he would be a child. So at some point, I think they, at some point they were like, I don't think it's helpful that, you know, I think if, if, if our key demo is under nine, why, why are we showing them teens all the time? But, and frankly, like 25 year olds, let's, let's be yeah. real. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. Let's be honest. Um, well, here's my thing with that. Cause it, it gives them, it gives kids to look up to someone so they can be those teenagers uh, when they grow up. Cause that was definitely the case for me. Like, uh, cause it essentially just gives them role models. And that's why I love power Rangers so much is cause like it teaches kids good values and how to be a good person uh, while also being awesome and kicks ass. Yeah. yeah. Ak- akin to any superhero property where it's, you know, yeah. often you were watching at least, you know, if Spider-Man is one of your youngest superheroes uh, in terms of popular superheroes, then yeah. if you're a kid, you're always you're always looking up to older people. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it, Power Rangers, <clears throat> Power Rangers, and things like Dawson's Creek gave me a real like um, uh, I don't know false sense of what it would be like to be 15 or older. That's a good <laughs> one. Yeah, how many, how many like karate courses am I going to be teaching right yeah. now? I'm yeah, just how imagining... many putties? How many putties am I going to fight when I go to high school? <laughs> right exactly. now, I'm just imagining Frankie playing with Dawson's Creek action figures. And oh, totally! Like Dawson's yeah. Creek Megazords. Totally. You can bring <laughs> me back for the Dawson's Creek episode uh, if there was a movie. Have, we do have a Shame Watch TV. So nice. Yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll have you on for Dawson's. Yeah. I'm, I'm I mean, thinking the about first doing... date's go, the the first date's going great. I'll happily put out for the Dawson's Creek. <laughs> yeah. Well, that that that's more like a third date thing let's not oh, okay. let's not jump the gun <laughs> we're we're slower than that frankie good down slow the creek. and steady remember <laughs> yeah go back to uh, that little fucking i do have one question um another question just mm. because like i i'm not as familiarized with power rangers as See, y'all are it's because they have powers that's why they're called the power rangers yeah the power yeah. in them yeah gotcha well who are the two people who like got out of the plane last? Like they were kind of like bumbling sidekicks. You uh, mentioned Vulcan Skull. They, okay, it's, who it's are very they? Com- it, it's genuinely complicated. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'd like to. T- I'd, lo- I'd love to take a shot at this. Go okay. for it. Um. Well, they were bullies when the sh- when the show first premiered. They were like the two assholes. Mm. Um. You know, and like like truly aggressive, like truly like, uh, like like womanizing and mm. um. 
uh, just extremely off-putting. Sounds Very like my exes. Yeah, but, yeah. We're, we're either of them bulk or skull. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, probably both. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Let's well, so you know one of them. One of them is bulk. He's the sort of heavy set leader, the one that you know the, the thought leader of the two. No. And skull is the. Uh, uh, the lackey, the the gum chewing, you know, very generous with his laughter uh, uh, sidekick. And I think what happened was it became evident once they started making a lot of episodes that like, well, wait a minute. The the people they're bullying are like, um, you know, these like physical specimens, like every one of the Power Rangers, with the exception of Billy. Yeah. You know, Even clearly, Billy is still like not yeah. bad. They are. Yeah. The Power Rangers are perfect. Like they yeah. have no character right. flaws right. they are perfect specimens just like you said it yeah uh, every one of them is great. is hot and and obviously uh they, they i don't think they do anything to like it, you know at least like like peter parker tries to seem meek to kind of throw you off his scent as this clark kent power rangers are very shameless about, yeah, like, yeah they're pretty much broadcasting that they're the power yeah. rangers they're like i even, could easily be a power ranger not that i am one but i I'm I'm not the Red Ranger, but I wear red. Nothing all but the time, red. Yeah. yeah, all the time. Yeah. This yeah. is my color scheme. I just um, like red. <laughs> so, so Bulk and Skull, I think they were like, "What are we going to do with these characters? Are we just going to like get rid of these characters?" But the actors were pretty funny. They were like physically funny, and it, so it became very quickly like every single episode was, was about almost every episode, and I'm not exaggerating, ends with them falling into a cake. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Um, or like juice spills on like a milkshake yeah, or like yeah, a big pie. milkshake. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, like like they just decided to make that kind of like a running gag. So as Yeah. Yeah, cuz they're kind of like yeah. represented as like this is what happens when you try to bully people instead of being good. Gotcha. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. You you find yourself being the bully E. Yeah. Um so then I, I think they were like, what are we going to do with the, like, should we give these characters an arc? And that's what happened. The character, like as Power Rangers got swapped out over time, as contracts got not renewed and that kind of thing, for some reason, Bulk and Skull remained on the series and they kind of stopped being bullies. And they, they started to become like, there was one season where they just wanted to know who the Power Rangers were. Mm -hmm. And they almost found out on several occasions. And on one occasion they did find out they got their memories wiped. And so yep. they yep. kind of slowly become heroes and friends. They're kind of like um, frenemies. Yeah. But okay. I think, but I think by the time we get to the movie, they're frenemies. And then when Power Rangers in space finishes. Oh my God. Many seasons from now, their yeah. arc like gets a full circle. They they sort of end up saving the world. And so yeah, they're, they're the most great. compelling oh. characters in the whole thing. Wow. Because, yeah, I, they're the only ones that remain consistent through like the Zordon arc. Yeah, yeah, okay, exactly. So Zordon is like a period. It's just like an era within the Power Rangers universe. Yeah, that's a, that's that's exactly right. There's okay. it's 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 a little complicated because they I think when they started the show they didn't realize that it would go on for thirty years, and so they yeah. they tried to like they're like oh we have this one set of Sentai footage that has been established with the audience the mm -hmm. the costumes that you know and love they're mm -hmm. in this movie, and then as time went on many more Sentai came out and they wanted to, use, I think they probably wanted to use those costumes and those Zords. And they tried to make new Zords work with the old costumes. Yeah. But yeah, at some point they basically kill Zordon and, uh, and then they start rebooting. So then finally the American series started following the Japanese pattern of rebooting every season. Mm -hmm. And so when Zordon oh. dies, the continuity of mighty Morphin power Rangers, I think dies with it. And they it's reboot after reboot with some exceptions all the way up, up until like apparently I followed on YouTube very slightly, but I guess like even last season, they had some legacy Rangers come back and they do reunion type stuff. They do oh. that every once in a while. Yeah. Uh, because they always have like the Red Ranger reunion right. thing, right. Uh, right? Where Jason shows up, yeah. And then sometimes Tommy, because those actors don't like each other, so they can't really be in the same. Place. <gasps> yeah, they're really, really? They're, real, they're real pissy with each other. One? Yeah. Well, yeah, because Tommy yeah, basically yeah. just took over. Yeah. Right. Was oh, it was supposed to be who? What was his name again? Well, the character's name was Jason. Jason. So but, that was yeah. the one in the series, but Rocky is the one that replaced him because the background of it. So three Rangers left in the series that didn't appear in this movie. Okay. Which was Jason, Zach, and Trini. So they left because of contract disputes. Um, uh, primarily with Jason, he didn't like Jason David Frank, the person who plays Tommy. Um, it's confusing when like Jason I know. and Jason. <laughs> it's so totally. weird. Uh, but 
uh yeah austin uh i forget his last name um saint uh, john saint john uh is the actor who plays uh jason so austin didn't like real life jason Mm -hmm. uh so they kept tommy Austin and then swapped him out uh and now even when like because these people still do cons like comic cons yeah i was gonna say like like the like tommy sounds familiar oh yeah he i he lives off this i mean like the nostalgia if you can make money that way like no shame honestly and then cameo too yeah yeah He's the, basically the one that's been on the show the longest. That's yeah. I, I would say of, of the hundreds of Rangers, and that's what okay. you're talking about at this point. Yeah. He's 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 the proto Ranger. He's gotcha. the one that is probably most associated and identified with the series, and so he can make a living off of it. Where I would say probably most of them can't. Um, yeah. Probably most of them. It, the, the conventions are fun. It's super cool to talk to somebody that you know, was a kid 25 years ago when you were on TV, but I, yeah. I don't think they're living off of it. Yeah. The actor has such a weird screen presence as well. It's super intense. Mm. Jason David Frake. Yeah. Yeah. He just, he, I, it's just super intense for a children's action show. He's got a, um, he's got a line of clothes of fitness clothes, uh, okay. a Christian line of fitness clothes called Jesus didn't tap. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Like U- UFC gym too. Yeah, he's oh. a he, he's a UFC guy as well. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm just like <laughs> I'm still like Tommy can get it. <laughs> I mean, in terms of, in, ter- in terms of people who went on to have careers, I would say Amy Jo Johnson, the Pink Ranger, the mm-hmm. original Pink Ranger, and she's the Pink Ranger in this movie. She probably had the closest thing. She was in a few movies, like she was in that Felicity show, that J.J. Abrams show. Um, well, yeah. okay. and she had a little bit of a music career. Jai Young yeah. Bosch got like a ton of anime roles like voice oh that's true yeah i mean i think you guys are forgetting the most famous voice actor from this show that went on to uh richard Havertz. he played alpha five he's in (laughs) vader sim no no oh i didn't know that that's right no 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 it's the same voice i'm talking about brian cranston okay he was in two episodes see Wait, wait, was As he, monsters. He, he wasn't in the movie, was he? No, no but oh. he, he was he was, bo- he was in the 2017 one. He was attached oh. he was attached enough to Power Rangers that they gave Billy Cranston the last name of Cranston. Yeah. Yeah. He must have oh. really impressed on those two when he when he voiced the pumpkin rapper or whatever the hell he did. <laughs> yeah. Come on, oh James. Oh my gosh. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Although yeah, the pumpkin it, rapper is one of my favorite villains uh from the Morphin era. Because I, I I did a really bad uh, short film for a 48 hour contest uh, back when I was in college where like, remember the scenes because like the whole thing is like pumpkins get on their heads. Uh, that was kind of the basis of this bad short film is called The Pumpkining, uh, where an evil pumpkin uh, smothers its victims by uh, magically attaching pumpkins to their head. So check that out. Anyway, I watched I watched that Halloween episode with my kid and she was yeah. like. She was like, explain this to me. What the fuck is going on? Oh my she, she was like, uh, there's pumpkins on their heads, daddy. And I, I was like, yeah. And he also sings a little rap when he does it. And she's Naturally. like, why? Well, um, why not? Yeah, we just fun. fell down. We, fe- we Sometimes, you know, it, it's a cliche. The kids will ask why infinitely. Yeah. But I'm telling you, until you actually have one, you're like, wow, like we've reached the end of the fucking line. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I, I've reached everything I've known. You've uh, emptied my memory banks and my knowledge banks. You've won. You've like, won. Sometimes, sometimes, mo- sometimes monsters stick pumpkins on heads and sing a little rap, Gloria. I don't know. <laughs> sometimes you just got to let people live their truth. And this time it's just a monster living their truth of rapping <laughs> and putting pumpkins on people's heads. He's yeah. just different than us, this pumpkin <laughs> rapper. And that's okay. Well, it's not okay in this context because he's attacking people but otherwise right. Right. he fell in with a bad witch <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh rita uh also i i remember that episode because one of my favorite episodes uh they have because it's still tommy as the green ranger and they have that cool song that's like go green, green ranger yes. go 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 anyway i i love Wait, it. <laughs> so you said tommy is a green ranger but wasn't he the white ranger Oh, it's a whole thing, Olivia. So he came on as an evil ranger, as the green ranger, because it was Rita Repulsa's ranger. 
um, and he was going to destroy the Power Rangers. But then through the power of friendship, he becomes good. And then after a while, uh, because his power coin is draining, he can't become the Green Ranger anymore. So every time he morphs, uh, it kind of depletes it. And eventually he won't be able to morph ever again. But then in act of uh, selflessness, he still morphs anyway. But then uh, I think it's like season two at the end of season two or maybe yeah. the mid- midpoint. Yeah, um, man, yeah. Uh, he becomes the white ranger. And then that's when he takes over as leader. Well, officially takes over as leader. Uh, but apparently uh, you could write in uh, to like the TV station to have like, Hey, no, keep Tommy on as the white ranger because my mom still tells me the story that like we wrote in to uh, keep Tommy. on. I mean, she wanted to keep Tommy for other reasons. Yeah, no, she wanted to fuck Tommy. We've already established that. Um, but yeah, so but you know the, the 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 green white thing is further complicated by the fact that keep in mind that their 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 stories are always confined and restrained by what the Sentai was doing. Right. So if they don't have footage, and and they did ask the Japanese company, like, could you shoot if just a few more shots of the Zord so that we can slot this in for our, like they did <laughs> do a cool. little bit of that, but generally they just worked with what they had. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the in the Sentai, the Green Ranger was the Red Ranger's brother. Oh, um, that's right. Okay. Yeah. So that's why they interacted so often in the fight footage. And that's yeah. why like Jason and Tommy had to like sort things out so frequently. Yeah. And then the other thing was he Hello. in the Sentai, he never really officially became part of the team. He became oh. became an ally, <clears throat> but he was more kind of like a vigilante that would join the fight occasionally. And oh. he also died, spoilers, in the Sentai. Uh he like uh he had some kind of ticking time bomb type of uh, sort of green candle plot mechanic attached to him mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so he dies and then there's the series moves on without him for a while so they had to if 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 you know all of that and you watch the first season of power rangers and you notice how often tommy is running late or <laughs> didn't know the rest of the rangers were gonna go fight the thing That's or why, you know, like, yeah. he always shows up like separately from he never kind of just fights with with the group and then when his I think when his popularity skyrocketed, they were like, "We got all right. We got to like figure out some way to actually tie this guy in permanently." The White Ranger never was part of that Sentai. He was part of a different Sentai. Oh, and okay. so whenever you see Japanese fight footage of the White Ranger, notice that he is never on screen with the rest of the Power Rangers in the Japanese footage. You'll only see him standing with the other Power Rangers in American shot footage. That's why they all look all bulky and like they're corn fed. Um, oh. Damn. Yeah, and the, so the, the but but the new Zords that they got in season two, the Thunder Zords, mm-hmm. yep, are yep. from the Sentai that the White Ranger is from. So Whoa. that's why you see the Tiger Zord with the Thunder Megazord. It uh-huh. was it, uh, it was called Die Die Ranger, um, and so that's where that all came from. And then I think the Ninja Zords that are established but not in canon, right. uh, they were established in this movie had a white Zord. They had the white Falcon with mm-hmm. the other traditional primary colors. And so they're like, okay, cool. We're never going to get to have like a Sentai footage of the Rangers in these Zords, but at least we can use these Zords and they correspond with the colors we've established there. Okay. Gets, you know, complicated it gets. Yeah, no, and I was going to, and I hate to take it in this direction, but we've done it before, like in on this pod, but it seems like because this universe is so extensive that there has to be a lot of fan fiction. In oh, the Power Rangers oh, universe. We're going to follow another Calbarge 2's revenge. I was just trying to make an observation, you know, like people were like, oh, like look at that Zord. And, oh, there's like, 100% the... fan fiction of this. Oh I, my God. I, I, I'm sure. I'd ship but Jason and There's Tommy. got to be, but I, 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 I've not seen any myself. I like it's If there is, I don't think it's as well known as like Sonic or something. Yeah. Like, yeah, Frank, yeah. Meanwhile, Frankie is currently pulling up his Wattpad. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just, I want something to masturbate to later. So yeah, sure. I get it. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, was like, I was like, oh, yeah, totally. I love Power Rangers. <laughs> yeah, I'm all for it. Uh, uh, speaking of finishing to completion, uh, we are starting to pull into uh, the end of our episode, which means that it's probably time for another rousing rendition of the podcast's fourth favorite game, the Rotten Tomatoes game. It's the Rotten Tomatoes game. Boom, da boom, boom, splat. The Rotten Tomatoes game is based off of the website Rotten Tomatoes, a film review aggregator that takes all submitted film reviews, 
averages them out by a pass-fail system that assigns a percentage on how many people might think a movie is either fresh or rotten. This is not a score that a film is X percent good. It is only a score of how many people you know, just kind of liked it. Going to be asking for two numbers, one being the critical approval score as well as the audience approval score. And you will be giving me the guess of what the percentage is without going under. Starting with the lioness herself, Miss Olivia Slappin Suarez. Out of 35 critical reviews, what do you think the approval rating is for Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie? Okay, critically, I don't think critics, you know, liked this movie like Roger. So I'm going to say 43%. 43%. Mr. Fight. I'm going to be optimistic and say 60%. 60%. Optimism reigns. Frankie. Critical score, I, I, I agree with Olivia, but I have to choose a different number than her. So I have to decide if she's under or if I should go under that. I'm going mean, to go, go with 45. 45. Playing strategically and playing to win, but only yeah. one of you can go home being labeled as a winner of this particular round. And that winner is Miss Suarez. Yes! Being closest without going under the correct answer is a whopping 37%. Uh, oh, my, my heart. God. So my heart. <laughs> James, are you okay? I'll save you. <laughs> uh, James is crying a uh, teardrop that is also happens to be six corresponding colors to the movie. <laughs> In the shape of a lightning bolt. That's right. Uh, but it could still be anyone else's game because, as per always, the audience score is two points as opposed to the critical score of one point. So someone could still win the whole thing. Out of 50,000 plus audience ratings oh my God. Uh, starting with Mr. Frayne uh, Frankie what do you think the audience approval rating is for Mighty Morphin Power Rangers without going under 62 62 why 62 50,000 reviews means that there's like no nobody that's unenthusiastic about the movie is likely to go and and score it but um, but it's possible that there's plenty plenty of negative folks like that in there and and I think people also kind of overstate how how bad the movie is so it's probably not going to get a very high score but it's not going to get a very low score great strategy also i can't help but just start picturing militant people who think it's okay where they're like it was fine yeah exactly exactly it was a pleasant sit i will die on this hill <laughs> i could have spent my sunday in a worse way uh, mr fight I'm going to say 75% because of what Frankie said, but slightly more positive. Slightly more positive. James, ever the optimist? Uh, that's why everyone knows you as the optimistic one. Yep, not the grumpy one. No one's ever called you that, ever. Uh, and Miss Juarez, uh, James has said 75, Frankie has said 62. Are you going to be different? Yes, um, I'm. I was thinking sixty-five percent. So oh. for, for Frankie's reasoning, plus three. <laughs> Excellent. Going for the kill. Excellent re uh, reasoning. But as I've established, as per always, this round is worth two points. So whoever wins this round is walking home with the entire podcast. And Frankie is the one that is walking home with the podcast. Oh. He's closest without going under. The correct answer is 56%. Oh, shit. Wow. So in both cases, we overestimated how people feel about this film. Just a smidge. It, it's phenomenal, and I love it. And it's the basis of my creativity as a child. Uh To to me, this I, I have no objectivity to this movie because just watching it, so much of it feels more like music. Than dialogue, if that makes any sense. So oh, many because cool. I'd watched these mo this movie so many times mm -hmm. that even though I haven't seen this movie since I was in grade school, <laughs> which is now like twenty years or so, so many of those rhythms are still just baked into my head. I've got no mm -hmm. objectivity with this movie, so I see them. I see Rocky's silly visor and Aisha's yeah. uh, ca light cat ears. Yeah. Um, that I'm makes perfect sense. That makes perfect sense. It's the way the way the mind categorizes data. It's like mm -hmm. um, you could never possibly receive the information fresh. Yeah, you know? yeah. And it's just it's bright. It's colorful. It's fun. Uh, and look, there are worse ways that I could have spent uh, my Saturday. Yeah. 
Yeah. There are worse movies. They come out all the time. That's true. The effects were like really just I, I was I was laughing just because they were cheesy, but I loved it. And like the birds, like those people who were like birds yeah. like descending down or whatever. I was like, okay, I'm, yeah, I'm like, I'm, yeah, like, I'm about that. Like, did, so are you saying we, we, we shame on us for not asking you, but did you like the movie as yeah, somebody who hadn't seen it? I, I did. I mean, like there were there were parts where that were a little slow, but I mean, I got the gist of what the like the plot was. You know, they had to do everything they could to like save the Zordon. Uh, hey, can I impersonate Zordon? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Rangers, an intergalactic being known as Ivan Ooze. And then yes. <clears throat> when he when he's like in his when he's stuck in a bunch of broken glass. <laughs> yeah, when he's dying. It's a uh, the Power Rangers are no more. Oh my god. Which is a which is a far cry from Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, it's that was so difference. good. Yeah. Uh, uh can I do Alpha Five? Yes. Rangers, Rangers, aye, 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 aye. That's pretty good, actually. You brought me back. Yeah, I yeah. cast you. <laughs> Thank you. I I love it. That's they had a, they had a, they had a kicking soundtrack on this thing too. They had a free ride, and um, I remember my my first glimpse at the movie was a uh, music video that they played on primetime to Shampoo's um, "Uh Oh, We're in Trouble." <laughs> <laughs> um, and there was a there's a, a, a there might be giant song sense around which is pretty good oh, yeah, and uh, yeah. of course they uh, I've got the power was the like kind of flagship song of the of the movie which is mm-hmm. very smart yeah for um, sure I mean I I can't I could talk about this movie for two hours yeah you should uh, yeah. since this movie is available on YouTube you should record an audio commentary for it James yes <laughs> which is how I found this movie which was on YouTube. Yeah, it's do you wild. Do you want to do an auto audio commentary with me while we watch this movie? Mm. I'd no listen pressure to it. if not. I would happily do it. Sure. <laughs> Tight. Um, Suck it, nerds. I get to talk to Frankie more, and we get to talk about Power Rangers. I'm very <laughs> excited. I I think that you can see the movie on there, there's a, there's a sub service of Disney Plus. I think that's only available internationally called Star. Yeah, it's. Yeah, we're like, of course, people with VPNs can see it that way too. But like, that's how you you can watch things like Family Guy and stuff on Disney Plus because they own Fox. But uh-huh. Power Rangers the movie in HD is available through that service on Disney Plus if you live in France. Apparently. What's wild is yeah. that the copy that's on YouTube is straight up an HBO rip. Yeah, oh, wow. and you can tell because it starts with the HBO logo. <laughs> Yeah. Like it's they they've done nothing to hide it. It's got hundreds of thousands of views. Disney could pull it. Like now, just and it's just like the whole thing is up there in great quality. Very yeah. strange. I watched the one I watched had like Indonesian subtitles. Whoa! So, yeah, I mean, it was like I mean, it was it, it was like the the quality, you know, was what you would expect. But it, I I could see things clearly, and um, you know, nothing was like flipped in reverse to sure. like avoid right. Being, Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. or like the, the the whole thing wasn't you know a double speed or something oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um yeah. i uh, it would they shot it in sydney i believe and i i went to sydney in like 2012 and the first thing i thought when i like was near like the opera house and stuff i was like oh my god power rangers the movie <laughs> oh my god that makes me want to go to sydney yeah and right correct me if i'm wrong frankie but whenever you flew to sydney like you left the plane with a snowboard attached like you parachuted <laughs> yeah. out of the airplane oh, yeah yeah i it's was exhausted but I did it. And then you you were able to help save the Sydney Observatory by skydiving right on the bullseye. There's something yeah. super satisfying about watching Tommy uh you know touch down when he when that oh, little yeah. snowboard actually hits the grass and you're like It's truly one of the great action scenes, I think. It's, yeah. I kid you not, it's the reason why I want to go skydiving is that opening sequence. It looks yeah. so much fun because of my little kid brain was like, That looks awesome. Put it as a goal also, on the it, put it as a it, goal it, on the Patreon. Okay. It New left goal. me with the impression that you that when you skydive, it's for many minutes, not like twenty three seconds or whatever right. it really is. Yeah. Right. I mean, I wouldn't be mad if like Tommy was attached to me while we jumped skydive. off the plane. Yeah, skydive. Like, while you board, Ma- boarded. Maybe down not the like sky. the maybe not the weird like fifty two year old version that he is now. No, like, no, no. The one in the movie. The yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I just want to clarify the the young twenty five hunk. Yes, yeah. that one. You just hear out in the distance, the thirst is real. <laughs> not wrong, not wrong. 
Slow and steady. Well, friends, <laughs> that's been our episode of Shamwash. Thank you to Denise Hudson for our rockin' theme song and to James Garcia for our artwork. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Shamewash on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever podcasts are found. Do you have suggestions, questions, comments, or general tomfoolery you want to contribute to the pond? Send it our way. Visit us on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook at Shamewash Pod so we can talk with you. Finally, you can contribute to our Patreon at patreon.com slash shamewatch. It does cost money to put out superb content like this pod, so even a $1 donation can make a huge difference. Um, and now we're going to read some of our patrons. I'm going to give it to Olivia. Cool. All right. Well, we've got Kenny Madison. From Austin, Texas. Aaron O. Salinas. From Austin, Texas. Gene Fight. From Bowling Green, Ohio. Alan Smith. From Leander, Texas. Bradley McPherson. From Tulsa, OK. Jennifer Steinberg. Austin, Texas. Heraclio Gonzalez. Austin, Texas. Ian Keegan. Gillette, Wyoming. Danny Cantu. San Marcos, Texas. Miranda Suarez. San Antonio, Texas. Irene Suarez. San Antonio, Texas. Nolan Barger. Mommy, Ohio. The Consave. Uh, Stephenville, Texas. Rebecca Trejo. Austin, Texas. Irvin Castellanos. Uh, oh, he, Austin, Texas. Duran. Buda, Texas. Ashley Blom. Santa Barbara, California. Thanks, Ashley. <laughs> Ryan Hill. Austin, Texas. Jason Harris. Austin, Texas. Kara Weaver. Austin, Texas. Lasso Cast. Austin, Texas. Hey! And Alicia Silvestri. Mystery. Unknown. Let us know, Alicia. Uh, Alicia or Alicia. Beautiful name, regardless. Until next time, our watch has now ended. Dive at your own risk. Uh, I just want to keep talking about Power Rangers. <laughs> Frankie, this was so much fun. <laughs>